Welcome to Super Cool Party People, a Gilmore Girls podcast where three friends obsessed with Gilmore Girls and each other come together to overanalyze, share personal favorites, and hardcore giggle about the impact the girls and their wacky cast of Stars Hollow Misfits has had on them, all the while keeping them accountable to actually talking to each other on a regular basis. Oh, this is interesting. Um, Riley has connected audio-wise, and Lena has connected video-wise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can you let me I in your personal meeting room? Oh, I see that now. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's my That was my bad. <laughs> L-O-L. <laughs> Hi, friends. Greetings. <laughs> We're waiting on uh, our friend, Leah. <gasps> Hello! Hi. Hey, everybody. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> It has it, been a while. It's been a minute. I know. Well, I feel like we gave the people some hearty content <laughs> before, before taking a brief repose. And by the people, we mean Kelsey. At least. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. King, can you give us that breakdown? Oh, what break? Huh? Can you give us, can you give oh. us the breakdown of uh, listenership? I'm sure it's high. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's just growing exponentially. Growing? Is, is it growing? Is it growing? <laughs> I'm back. Like a growing? On Christmas? <laughs> um, LOL. Don't know what I missed there. Nothing that would make nothing that would make any sense to anyone. Yeah, so. you need you need not worry. <laughs> no, but um, Mr. King, can you give us the stats? Of our, of our, um, oh yeah, of our podcast. I haven't checked that bad boy in a while. Actually, now that we haven't recorded a bit, we probably lost some people. Indeed, we have lost some people. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm amazed we ever gained any. (laughs) What was that one time that when we when I checked her that one time I was like it was eleven. It was eleven. Oh, pretty sure. Okay, well we have the same. We have (laughs) eleven. Well, we have fourteen, but. I'm assuming three of them are us. So. That's true. <laughs> All right. I did listen to our um, two-hour bonus episode. It took several sittings, but it was fun. I, I also it a few did. times. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed it. And I will say, when I was listening back to the segment where we were going through IMDb and, like, the number of appearances of each character, even though we obviously did it once, even when I was re-listening, I was like, who was it that was next? I, yes, I, was I did like the exact so same struggling. thing. I was like, I can't even remember. Who I was like getting down in myself. Even... I was like, I should be a much better Gilmore like fan than this. <laughs> like we've played this game once. I should now have these numbers memorized at this I point. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll just let you guys bear all of that emotional pressure. <laughs> right. I was like, I don't understand that feeling actually. <laughs> No Rafa, are you are you me. in your building? I am. So funnily enough, I'm in the neighboring department uh, because there are three rooms that grad students in my department can like reserve on campus because with this we're held accountable for this episode at least being somewhat timely because I have to go to class. That's right. <laughs> um, which maybe we should start doing this more because I thought <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, that's not a bad idea. Having having no limits is not always the best thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm in the Department of Germanic Studies. Oh. So and I, I reserved this room and there was somebody else in here first. Uh, and so I came in and I was like, hey, uh, I reserved this room. Thankfully, he didn't say what for? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been like? Uh, Obvio, my Gilmore cast. I don't understand what you're uh, thinking. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you're in graduate school for. Exit this room, please. We got some very important business to take care of. Uh, Affairs to take care of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. If, what if I just like, I, I should have pretended to be a French person, just been like, 
Aïe, aïe, aïe. Ben, <rire> ben, ils les disent roux, mais on les a réservés. So, uh, get out! J'ai <rire> guimor. Ne me demande pas des questions, OK? Like, <rire> just give me the sun. Just give me the sun. Oh my right. So, real quick, I will say, about 10 days ago, maybe two weeks ago, <laughs> no context, no texts before or after, but I just got a text from Kelsey saying, When's the next podcast? I miss it. And I was like, oh, sorry, we've been busy. We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. It's been a busy time, I think, for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. It has been. Things are heating up. Now that up. we're like setting, sitting down for this, it's like almost the end of October. And our last one was the first weekend in October. It's almost it a month. A very busy month. Yeah. yeah. Good well, for us. Sorry to the, I almost said to the haters. Why would I apologize to the haters? Also, <laughs> we, I was going to say we don't have haters, but I feel like anyone who hears our podcast except Kelsey is probably at least a little bit of a like, hater. We have 10 <laughs> haters. We kind of, we kind of, we kind of make it hard ourselves? to love. <laughs> no, there's 14 listeners. Three of them oh, are us. I was thinking 10 haters and Kelsey. Good, good. Because honestly, like, if I if I didn't record this podcast, I don't think I would like it. <laughs> like, oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, like, There's really no way to know. If I didn't record myself, I wouldn't like myself. <laughs> I'm like, if I just if I just bumped into this, if Spotify were like recommending me podcasts, and they were just like, here's one of three people who talk so loudly. You won't be able to hear yourself think. And also, they have some interesting uh, ways of laughing. They don't actually ever stay on topic about anything. And the episodes are not edited in any way. Hey, like, I think that's what anyway. I put our podcast over the top. Yeah. Also, hey, real quick, did either of y'all take notes on this one? Because I used our Google Doc <laughs> I was... and I used it. <laughs> I was oh. hoping you guys would. I forgot about the Google Doc. Oh, I... so you did take notes, but didn't do I it on the doc notes separately. Okay, so maybe I, I should jump on the doc. What kind? Of... <laughs> I feel like that would be a... Well, there is a lot jump on the doc. Be... Is what she said. <laughs> How did... Mm. did you send that to our group text? All I know is it's the first time I've no, taken no, no, notes. No, no, no. You shared it on Gmail. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be uh, uh, a good experience. Whoops! It's a good one. Riley, uh, this is just name. this is a wonderful episode. Here we go. Here we go. Oh uh-huh, crap! It is a good episode, guys. Oh my gosh, I have to confess something. This confess. Kind of, um. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess I've had a lot of time on my hands because and okay. I think this just confirms that season two and three are some of my very favorites because I always fly through them because I cannot stop watching. So I am now um, in season four. Just uh, rolling along. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Although I can't, I can't judge much. I'm at the end wow. of season three. So. Okay. I have like, I guess had quite a bit of time, which like, I'm not always paying full attention Same. You know, while I'm watching. It's just kind of on while I'm doing other things. Sometimes I say that to my defense because I'm slightly embarrassed that I've watched over two seasons in one month. But uh, I just, I think probably every time I watch back through, it happens like this where I like fly through those seasons because they're so good. And it's like, I feel like when we get into those, it's going to be even harder because when we started on season one and we were like, we'll just pick our favorites. And then we were like, oh, but we have to pick like seven in a row because they're all good. I feel like I'm not going to want to skip any episodes. Especially especially in two and three. I'm with you there, girl. I'm with you. (laughs) When we get to like season six, we'll be like maybe just two episodes. Honestly, (laughs) I'm like. There's, I heard somebody recently who said that their favorite show is Gilmore Girls. They had been, it was some people I watch on YouTube. Um, they're a married couple, and the husband asked his wife, How many times do you think we've watched Gilmore Girls? And she was like, All the way through? Maybe twice. But the first three seasons, couldn't tell you. Like an <laughs> infinite number of times. Yep. yep. That sounds accurate. And I was like, Yeah, I get that. Yep. I really do. And 
I think season four gets some hate, but I love season four, the transition to college. And so mm-hmm. partially, partially, I think, because, you know, I watch kids graduate and go to college, but I'm like, mm-hmm. one through three are like, just, it's like the cream of the crop. So The cream it's, of the crop. And then it starts cream. separating some. But anyways, is it, who starts, who, who chose, was this Matilda, was this your episode? It was my episode. Sorry, I copied this into the, the doc. Uh, <laughs> as we say in the biz, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna and say, uh, the point is just very small. So I'm trying. Okay, I oh, it is small. Oh, look at that. I fixed it. Don't worry. Oh yeah, okay. I have a hearty amount of notes. I'm just gonna keep that in mind. Okay, good. I usually take my notes on my phone while I watch, and this time because I had the leisure of typing, and this hundred ah, plus like yeah. word per minute typer just said whatever he wanted. So. Okay, all was all the right type of thing when you were in elementary school. Come on now, I yeah. uh, come on now. I Is that all of my typing to all the right type? Thank yep. you very much. I yep. don't even remember our elementary typing teacher's name, but I remember the program we used, and boy, um, did it work. Mrs. McBay. Yeah, <laughs> this episode right. is sponsored by, by All Mrs. Right <laughs> I think you're gonna say our teacher specifically. <laughs> Shout outs to Mrs. McBay. I don't remember her first name, which is a good thing for her. Hello. Are so, we ready, pals? We sure. Are. Uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! Instead of okay, instead of taking Did notes this time. Notes? I was just like, you know what? I'm going to pull up the transcript and follow along as we go. So we'll see how that works as a method. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> well, why did I direct message to you? Is it, is it set that way? Alfalfa. 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 I Come on that was a practice word for the whole team. Alfalfa. Yeah. I yeah. remember learning the word hostels. Sorry, I what? Why? Really there. It was on all the right type. After you get past the home keys. Okay, I guess. Oh. <laughs> well like, then, I didn't think I came to this podcast today to receive your judgment. All right. That was the most judgmental thing I've done, and you were literally just like telling me a fact. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. you learn words in elementary school. I already knew all words when I was four months old. <laughs> Mike, excuse me. Excuse me for having a spirit of openness to learning. (laughs) That actually very much relates to something I said in one of my notes later. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Well, now that I I thought there were only 10 haters listening to this podcast. (laughs) It's so mean. I'm so sorry. I'm so entirely kidding. I am so entirely kidding. Oh my gosh, you look like you're sobbing. I am sobbing. It's funny. Like <laughs> I got it such a jerk. Hostels. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh you my gosh. What hostel? You mean as a seven-year-old, you didn't know what a hostel was? Wow, some idiot. They, they just I'm let more, anyone make a Gilmore Girls podcast these days. I'm more so judging all the right type. I was like, why the heck do you think hostels is a good word to learn? <laughs> all right, anyways, back to you, Matilda. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. Good. Okay, let's. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Let's jump right in. So, first of all, I'm gonna start with a re. <laughs> Excuse me, listeners. Okay, I'm pulling it together. Um, I'm gonna start with a recap of episode 14 because I think we skipped that one. I don't think we did. That's, right. That's Donna Reed, yeah. Yes. Yes. But the ending is important to know before we jump into this episode basically at the end of the last episode we see a dude ride up on a motorcycle to Dosie's market we find out that it's christopher rory's dad we've heard much of christopher but this is our first time seeing him and then this episode episode 15 christopher's return starts with rory fixing up the couch for christopher to stay with them at their house 
And throughout this whole episode, we see Rory be, like, so hopeful about Mm -hmm. her dad. And then Lorelai be, like, much more realistic about her dad. Mm -hmm. She's like, maybe don't get your hopes up so much, which is so sad. And one thing that really hit me, um, I think it's, yeah, Rory says he's never been to Stars Hollow before. That means something's got to be different. And I was like, in the 16 years of her life and all the years that they have lived in Stars Hollow, which was basically all of those years. Yeah. About he has never visited them there. That's so sad. I don't, it struck me more this time than I think previous times I've watched it. I was like, man, she like never sees her dad. It's really sad. Well, and I think they talk about talking on the phone once a week. Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess that was just their primary means of interacting. And then Mm -hmm. I don't know if she ever, I don't think she ever goes to, like, visit Christopher when he's in California. That's a good point. We also don't know how long he was in California. Like, Mm -hmm. that's fair. So, like, maybe he was, like, living in, like, Hartford. Which makes it even worse. Like, yeah. He's like, I didn't come in a Star Hollow and I live 20 minutes away. So. I wonder if he, like, moved around a lot. Because, that was my assumption. Yeah. Because he, like, seems to not ever get his life together, you know? And so yeah. I wonder if it's, like, he tries in one place and he fails and, like, that job doesn't work out and he moves somewhere else. You know, like, maybe he's just moving all over the country. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Anyways, yeah. It is. It does seem odd that, like, I remember being so surprised. I, I mean, okay, not logistically speaking. I was going to say, I remember being so surprised that Lori had... Lori? Lori Gilmore. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just really... I've been thrown for several loops after being too loud. <laughs> I'm trying to really control myself. This brings back, like, such a primal feeling of, like, every year means. of my life in school. <laughs> getting in trouble for being too loud (laughs) i'm like "Mm, i'm sorry also i didn't think anyone else was here so uh that's fair i'm sorry it was it was pretty direct he wasn't like oh hey we're we're trying to like you're like he was like could you be more quiet please i was just like i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry but um i was like oh before i said lori lol um I remember being surprised the first time that it occurred to me that Rory had a dad. Just like he's such a non-presence in the mm-hmm. early in the first season, and or at least the first half of season one. And I was like, I mean, I understand logistically there has to be <laughs> another party involved, but <laughs> he's just like so a non-entity. So it is it is really fascinating. And mm-hmm. I'm looking okay, I'm looking at the notes right now on the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if he thinks I'm just doing like the most extroverted group project right now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say that. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> what was I yelling about? Hostels? It was it was, it was indeed hostels. <laughs> Ooh. Um I can yeah. shoulder some of that blame. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um I like that Shandy's first note is who the heck is Diane? <laughs> I oh. I I hate that. They're they're like, how's Diane? I was like, we've not mentioned Diane once, but apparently she's already gone. But That's what guess. it that's what it feels like sometimes with Luke's life too. Mm-hmm. I mean Rachel is supposed to be that way because we're supposed to be surprised along with Lorelai that like, wait, what? Who got a girlfriend? Yeah, but I'm it's like, well, and it kind of relates to what you were just saying. Like, I feel like sometimes when they get when they're done with the story arc of one character, you just don't see them again. So, like, mm. where, did, where did Max go? Does Max still teach at the school? But we just because Lorelai's not with him anymore, we don't know where he went. Like, or like, even if he is still there, they just like drop him. We just don't like he's in, mm. he's not in eight full episodes and then suddenly see him again. Mm. So, which I guess like makes sense that they're trying to drive certain storylines forward, but I'm just like. Is it weird that suddenly we don't see him at all? So, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, we see Rory and Lorelai and Christopher in their house, and then sweet Rory comes out and asks if Christopher will go with her to a softball game. Mm. And um, yeah, there's that fun interaction where he's like, You play softball? And they're like, Haha, no. So funny. Um, and she goes, it's my friend Dean's game. And then he agrees to go and she goes back in her room. And 
Christopher goes, she has a Dean. And Lorelai's like, she has a Dean. <laughs> That's really sweet. But yeah. then they go to the actual softball game. And I've just always thought that Kirk's commentary at this game is just very hilarious. I don't even, I love just the whole notion of the softball game where it's like, they just play until they get tired of playing. Kirk just comes to trash talk everyone. It's so, so unofficial in every way. I can't, okay, maybe this is just my lack of imagination. I'm like, I can't imagine being intrinsically motivated to do a sport on a regular basis (laughs) just for fun. Just because you can, so your friends can come trash talk you. Hello. Like, it's just so funny to me. Mm-hmm. That they're like, you know what I got to do on a Saturday morn? <laughs> Softball. The diamond awaits. <laughs> the diamond. But it's also such a unique group of people. If it's Luke and Dean, I'm like, who's coming to play this this game? <laughs> so, I know. But anyways. Yeah. And you it's like they didn't. Not Taylor. They didn't even like. <laughs> Stick any other townsfolk in there. Like, I can't imagine Jackson playing softball, but like, maybe Andrew. I, maybe, you know, like, I'm not, I didn't pay much attention, but yeah, I'm, with I'm not sure that they really even show any of the other players. But if they do, it's like, who knows who these dudes are, but apparently they exactly. like softball. So, <laughs> these dudes. That's so weird when there are scenes like that where it's like, Stars Hollow is a small town, and so we know a lot of the people, but it's, like, we know probably, like, 20 of the people. And so whenever there are big group scenes, they're just, like, here's some randos you've never seen in your life. It's, like, mm-hmm. well, this right. is odd. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, thought about that some recently, like, with the town meeting. I'm, like, I know it's a small town, but how small are we talking? Like, how yeah. numbers-wise, how many is it supposed to be? Well, when the town meeting, it. is that just supposed to be, like, business owners? Because at first I was, like why do Lorelai and Rory even go? And I'm like, well, Lorelai does work at the local inn and then later yeah. owns the dragonfly. So maybe that's why. But I'm like, is it just business people? Like, Lane shows up, Dean shows up. So is it like, you just come? If it's you... open to the I public, don't... I feel like. Yeah, I guess. But I'm like, how? what percentage of Stars Hollow is at the town meeting? Because like, that's it's true. a small meeting. It's like well, not that many people. And they do have like the sign posted at the very beginning of the first season. It's like, population and it's like a massive population like it's like something in the thousands i think and then also when this is really going deep in archives but later when um jackson beats taylor for town selectman the number of votes that come in Mm -hmm. on both sides i was like okay well that adds up to at least i think it was at least two thousand or something like that or maybe a thousand like i was like well it's more than the 60 people we see sitting in a town meeting like no no one comes to these town meetings except for lorelei rory and everyone else who we care about (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway maybe that's why we always see those people because they're the ones that care most about the town that's true and the other people we just like randomly see just exist yeah not as invested i guess like, what would it feel like to be a person who lives in a town like Stars Hollow but doesn't really care that you live in a town like Stars Hollow? That's true. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh, another festival again? We're replacing a bridge? All right. I'll see if I can scrounge up a couple cents. Why wouldn't you just uh, live in Hartford at that point? Maybe it's like <laughs> the first thing that came to mind was the cost of gas. Oh, gosh. Oh, Adulthood has say- come for me. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's the cost of housing, but oh yeah, I'm sure it's a higher cost of living in Hartford. That exactly, makes sense. exactly. Yeah, we've gone really deep on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it though. That was quite nice. Me too. Um, so what's happening now? We're always kind of showing Christopher around the town. And yes, the whole town is studying, and actually have already heard about him because <laughs> it is not. It is pretty explicit when they're like, you must be Christopher. I'm <laughs> just like, wow, you didn't try to hide that at all, did you? Yes. <laughs> You're Christopher Rory's father. And then it's like, let me pull out my phone and call every other person I know <laughs> and let them know that Christopher's coming down the He's sidewalk. He's like, I see a little Billy Crude in you. Boy, did they get that one wrong? And I'm like, golly. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, Christopher's got to be so uncomfortable here. Jackson in these couple of scenes is my favorite. But He's I have, funny. Okay. I have a very picky note real quick about Jackson. Want to hear it. Um, I literally, this note starts with hold on in all caps because Jackson introduces himself and he says, at least to me, it sounds like Jackson Melville. 
with an M. And I even turned, I went back and turned the subtitles on and it says Melville. But I was like, hold on. It's Belleville. It's Belleville. And I looked it up on IMDb and it's Belleville. Did but they change it? In this episode, it sounded to me like he said Melville and even the um, captions said Melville with no an way. instead of Belleville with a B. I was like, what is this? Huh. So that just, that's such a picky note, but I was like, I wonder if the, the pe- subtitles just get it wrong. Well, yeah, I wonder if the people who subtitle Gilmore Girls they heard watched wrong. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. especially if you're only subtitle, like I'm, I would assume that's like a cron. <laughs> Whoa. I would assume that's a contract gig. Um, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't encountered Jackson before, but also like, mm, buh, are very similar mm-hmm. sounds. Especially mm-hmm. when he was kind of really going through that line too. He's like, "Hey there, Christopher Jackson Marvel." So. <laughs> yeah. He's also a 1920s like Roaring Twenties kind of guy. So. <laughs> yeah, kind of love him. I I adore. I would hate if this happened to me, but I adore the part where Jackson is like talking to everybody in this huge circle and Christopher's precisely behind him. That feels somewhat similar to the emotional experience we had about um, 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I'm just like (laughs) big, big eyes. The the emoji that's two eyeballs. That's that's how I feel. That's how I feel about about that. Just the like, (laughs) <laughs> the two eyeballs emoji. I wonder if I can make the title of this podcast just one emoji. <laughs> so, that would be phenomenal. I'll look into it. Um, <laughs> and one of my favorite parts of the episode is right after that when Jackson runs a runs away. Yes! Because his <laughs> right. and I will say His um, arms are directly to his side. Yes. And at some point later in the series, I can't remember if it's, like, season one or later, like, where I've been watching more recently, but Kirk runs very similarly. Yes, you're and not the only person who's made that connection. And, they... But it's so, yes, arms not moving, and just, like, I don't know, like, lean forward, <laughs> feet are, like, I, I don't even know. So, I the so Gilmore much. guys also made the exact same connection that both Kirk and Jackson yes. made that same run. And partially I'm wondering, is that because like where their microphones were? Or is that like super oh. easy? Is that like, a, that's too easy of something to fix, right? Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I never we Matilda and I never aim to <laughs> exclude Riley <laughs> but I feel like sometimes it feels that way <laughs> for, context, for context Riley just messaged us and says this description reminds me of that puzzle in the escape room with all the legs lol when literally <laughs> it was just like Leah and I going zoom 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 <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Well, honestly, like, for a while, it was just you. It was. It was a good amount of me just it running. It was like, he got it. Because me and Riley, I, okay. Um, we won't, we won't get nowhere on this episode. For, no, we won't. It's okay. That escape room is, like, one of my favorite memories, possibly of all time. <laughs> because it was so- Wow. High praise. <laughs> that is high praise. It fun. It was fun. It was so fun. But... Okay, for it was such an all idyllic weekend. There was this one puzzle where there was a key of like little stick figures on one wall, and then the puzzle of stick figures on the opposite wall. And so it's like you can't stand in one place and see the key and the puzzle at the same time. And so Riley was at the puzzle trying to like <laughs> mimic the stick figures because their arms and legs were in different positions, and I was at the key trying to figure out what each letter was but Mr. King just starts running like between the two which was way more efficient because I was like it really worked in my head it made more sense for one person to be there and the other to be here but it was just too hard to communicate they were so hard because they were so similar yeah I feel like for three minutes straight like I didn't stop I was like my feet were in constant motion (laughs) I know and it took me a while to be like hold on he's just like he's doing this all in (laughs) 
<laughs> because there was there was one wall that had the key there was one wall that had the puzzle and there was right. one wall that had a whiteboard where oh, that's right write things down right. so, so there was a whole lot of triangular running there's like but, as a as a math professor i was like let's utilize the triangle here so. <laughs> strongest shape <laughs> i know things I- <laughs> Anyways, what, we, what were we even talking about? Okay. Oh my gosh, well, I don't even know. Oh, we were talking right. about Jackson and Jackson's uh, Oh no, terrifying the runs. The Zoom's going to end in ten minutes. Well, we can keep talking, and I'll just rejoin the Zoom. Okay, that works. Okay. 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 So from Jackson's funny run, we move into the diner where Lorelai <laughs> is waiting for Rory and Christopher from their town tour, I guess. And one of my favorite parts. One of my favorite lines is when Emily calls Christopher and then asks yes. to Lorelai. Christopher passes the phone over and Lorelai's like, hi, mom. And Emily, I just love the way that Emily or I'm that so Kelly excited. Bishop delivers this line. Because she goes, Lorelai, Christopher Christopher's in town. <laughs> and she goes, Lorelai goes, what? I didn't know. <laughs> Coincidentally, I'm sitting next to her like a realistic hologram or something yes. like that. <laughs> So oh funny. my gosh! Oh. oh man. Also, and that, or maybe not right there. No, in that same scene is one of my fa- one of my favorite lines, which I have in my notes. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to do it bad justice, but it's uh. So that's the guy who pregnant me with Rory. Oh, he did a good job impregnating me with Rory. <laughs> What? This is so awkward. Yeah. yeah. And then he says something like, oh, this took an odd turn. <laughs> yeah. like that. It's it was like, so yeah. well done. Oh yeah. my gosh. This reminds me of um, Grace Ann came over uh, this weekend Aww. from Wisconsin, Aww. which was really fun. And one of the things we did was uh, get Korean food from the same Korean restaurant, Watch Gilmore Girls. I was like, I'm a did bit of a one trick pony. <laughs> I did. Yay. Thank you. But yeah, <laughs> a bit of a one track mm-hmm. Bloomington pony. But um, it was funny because we were watching the episode where the spoiler alert, except that we don't do those here because we talk about everything of all time. <laughs> um, the episode where the Firefly, no, not the Firefly. Oh my gosh, the Independence Inn oh. burns. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, the dragonfly. Oh my god! Yeah, not the dragon. The dragonfly is not even an egg cell yet. It doesn't. Not even a glimmer in its mother's I was like, eye. What's a firefly? Go ahead. Um, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. You you were really affected by that man. <laughs> Who accosted like... you? <laughs> he did not accost me. The listeners heard. They understood. Indeed, he did not. Which <laughs> just... Oh my gosh, I'm destabilized emotionally. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, the the episode where Lorelai doesn't have somewhere to sleep because she made that married couple think that staying in, in her home, which is uh-huh. so much fun. So she's like, "Oh my gosh, he's back. He's outside his door right now. He's not gonna say anything anymore." Okay. Should we, should we carry the conversation right now? We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. He wasn't looking at me. He was just standing directly outside the glass door to this room. Anyway. Um, that, would, that would have been creepy if you if you had said, he was just staring directly at me through the glass door in this room. <laughs> but he's oh, not saying oh, anything. Oh, for me, like, should we call 911? Like, what's going on? <laughs> We're fine. He loved. Um, thankfully, well, I don't know if it's better or worse that I'm not in my department because if someone I knew is it better or worse to be told to be quiet by someone you know or someone you don't know? I definitely think worse. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and tell you why. But you didn't answer which, which one. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's worse. In my head, I answered it because I could hear myself answering the question. I always respond to the voices in my head. Please enlighten us. I think it's worse. You're in the worst situation right now. Okay. Because at least the people who know you're like, oh, that's just Riley Gray. She's loud as heck. We love her. Yeah. But also, hopefully I just never have to see him again. Uh-huh. Fingers crossed. Finger. And if I do, I'll be like, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll shield my identity. Oh, oh okay. okay. If, if this is the track we're on, I'm going to take us over here real quick. Like, it couldn't be further away. Big it's not, love it's, that. It's, it's not love relevant that to Gilmore. It's not relevant to anything we were just talking about. Right. Right. Like, in my head, I was like, make sure you ask Leah and Riley this. Okay. So, 
<laughs> I now have to build it up. Uh, <laughs> for all you for all you listeners out there, aka Kelsey plus ten haters. Um, <laughs> Kelsey plus ten haters. <laughs> haters like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm now a thespian. I yes. am I auditioned for I'm in a community musical theater program. I'm not gonna tell anybody about anything. Actually I will tell you. It's Miracle and Better Boss. Anyways, I'm the cop. So yes. I'm such you know, I'm such a cop. But every time we take a break in rehearsal, someone says, All right, take a ten minute break, everyone says, Thank you, Ten. Mm-hmm. Is that like a theater thing? Yes. Oh, yes. Man, I'm just ugh. I feel such a, I'm such a neophyte. I'm I'm such a poser. Oh my gosh. You're not a poser. You're a neophyte. You have a I'm, right to be there. You're just new. I like never did community theater. I really just know that from my sister Emma <laughs> who did community theater because right. we didn't really do that in high school theater. That's, okay. But I knew that it was a thing just from Emma. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I learned that yes in my <laughs> My second of two community theater productions, which Leah's sister was also in, Honk. When I I played, when I played a hen, a snow goose, a soloist, and I think that's it. Uh, Got to wear a tutu for my solo, not to brag, but uh, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So wait, what are we, what was our diversion? Just to the thank you ten. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just in my head. I was like, make sure I answer that question before I forget. Okay. So let's see. Where are we? Oh my gosh. Christopher's parents. Okay, I was gonna say, are we diving into the Friday yeah. night dinner? Yeah, let's big go guys, there. Big guys emoji there. times seven. Big guys yep. emoji times eight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but not too far. <laughs> Listen, I have some standards. <laughs> yeah, like, like how to, stop judging me. I know exactly where I stand. Unlike, <laughs> unlike some people. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, I, I I'm trying to imagine when you got cast, and by you I mean them, got cast as Strobe and Francine. Were they like literally just think about the worst thing ever and be worse than that? Like I mean, like I have never. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, here's another thing. We talk about Christopher, you know, never seeing his daughter. What up with his parents never seeing their grandchild yeah. even one time? I know. And uh, it just breaks my heart for Lorelai and Rory Seriously. that they do not see it as a, like Richard refers to it as a mutual mistake, which is true. Like, it's like a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. What happened with him, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Strobe seems to think that it is all Lorelai's fault. And that bugs me so much. So much. And he's like, it's her fault. She threw him off the path. He didn't go to Princeton. All the Hayden men went to Princeton. And I'm like, what? What's you the growl that. All the Hayden men. It makes me so mad. And then oh, poor Christopher later is like, even if you hadn't gotten pregnant, I wouldn't have made it through Princeton. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai, of course, is like, I don't believe, I don't believe that. that. But it's like, maybe freaking Strobe just wanted to find any excuse. He did. I really like, think so. Why his son didn't become some great success. I have this feeling and theory that when you are that high up on the hierarchical, like societal hierarchy, you will blame anyone else for anything that gets in the way. Like, and like, and like, unfortunately, I'm sure I've done the same. I don't like to take blame for my faults and stuff like that. But like, that one's like so. That one's like seems like glaringly obvious. Like, this is not what happened, Strobe. Uh, as the reader, as the reader, as the listener, the watcher, whatever. You, <laughs> the viewer. <laughs> the viewer. I'm like the 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 skate parker. Okay, anyways, the spectator. <laughs> I just pick something random. We can clearly see that, but like, like. Uh, yeah. Infuriates me the whole time, and then make taking notes this time. I don't know if you read my notes. So I'm like, I'm like, finally in all caps, and like several times I say, I rightfully abhor Strobe and Francine. <laughs> what a jerk! Strobe is a cuss word, and then I typed out how many letters was in the cuss word I was thinking at the time because so, <laughs> I didn't want to use the cuss word. Oh well, and like, how does Francine just because she Sit doesn't there. like say much? Right, but how does she put up with Strobe? Because he really is just a terrible person. And I'm like, I don't see how you could enjoy 
living a life with him mm-hmm. for which I don't know. Well, it's probably <laughs> also like in the society that they are in. But exactly. She's kind of just stuck with him and I mean well, and probably to gets an extent, comfortable kinda, life. So mm-hmm. and to an extent I feel like you kind of see that with Emily as well. Like they serve as the wife to their titan of a husband. Uh-huh. Like and if their husband feels that this is the the way we defend our own, our, our family name or move to the top and that's what we do kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think they did a good job kind of revealing that, but I wonder if that is too one-dimensional because at some point... Oh, no. Oh, that's right. At some point, our, um, you know, humanity kicks in and everyone's not just like just like that. But anyways, yeah. I'm thrown off now because I only have one modality to see you all right now. Mm. It's okay. We're going to fix it right now. Does that work? Can we... Are you sending a new link? or It's the same your... link. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to mute myself for that. Waiting for the host to start this meeting. <laughs> oh, maybe I need to send you a new link. Then. Oh, my gosh. Now there uh, are more people no, it here. Says it'll... Outside of the room, and they're talking. What if I went to them and said, hey, could you please be quiet? I'm recording oh my a podcast God. Today. Oh my God. <laughs> I would never. Oh and then, gosh. like, out of the shadows comes the guy that shushed you. And he was like, oh, that's not how it works here, man. <laughs> I'm like, just because I don't speak German. Out of the shadows. <laughs> I don't know why I chose shadows. I keep forgetting to let people into the game room. Okay, there we go. All right. Oh, my goodness. But, man, so wild up about that. So, oh, uh, well, yeah. I don't want to take your thunder, but go. Af- after the fight, mm-hmm. we then have these lovely, lovely scenes. Yes. Between one, Emily and Rory, but also oh, the... Lorelai and Richard one is so good. That's mm-hmm. where I actually wrote a paragraph. I'm just going to read my paragraph. Oh, please do. So, because I mean, well, so I put timestamps on these <laughs> at 2313. What a wonderful way to showcase Ed Herman in the defensive argument. Because, like, Ed's been pretty one of two dimensions. Like, he did, he was cold to Rory, now he loves Rory. So, this was a good way to see him be something different. And he's just a phenomenal actor. But then. <laughs> I'm at the line where it says, I feel indescribably sad for you right now, Dad. This is right after the fight. Or right after Lorelai is thanking Richard. And Richard's like, why do you think I did it? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I put, I remember originally thinking that's a phenomenal line. Because how else can you respond to what he said about sacrificing in order to do what is right? But then I remember thinking in some of my several watches later, like, how does this solve anything or push the conversation forward? Because it always falls back in an emotional response from Lorelai. Because I can see... And I'm not saying this is what happened, but I can see how some people will think her saying, I feel sad for you on a dad, doesn't do anything. It doesn't resolve the problem. But then I decided to go back to the idea that this is still a phenomenal line because in that moment, how would you respond? Like, I would be heartbroken mm-hmm. if I heard that. And that's the only thing I think to do. So, oh, but just phenomenal. And then, like, right after this heartbreaking moment, then it cuts to, like, Rory and Emily in the kitchen, Yay. which is just, like... I mean, that line, I, okay, I've said that about 17,000 lines, but that line, the one that's being underlined right now and bolded on our doc. So I don't, I can't, I can't even say it because I'm not good enough to say it. Well, one of you read it, actually. Riley, will you do it? Yeah, Riley. Okay. You have such Can a good voice. Oh. This one got me too. Who oh, boy. Oh. We were watching this in my living room. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Okay. I want to make this very clear. You, young lady, your person and your existence have never been, not even for a second, included on that list. Do you understand me? And the way she says that, do you understand me? So, like, very Emily forward. Um, But also, just using those words, your person nor your existence. Like, I just like, ugh, Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. And it's also, like, I don't know that Emily has ever had reason to articulate that before. And honestly... Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that she would have said it 10 years prior, maybe even five years prior. Like, it's so true. So true. Maybe, maybe even, even like, two years prior. Yeah, honestly, because yeah. she didn't know Rory. Yeah. So, and she, I mean, obviously, she's just, both of them are so in love with Rory and should be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it makes it even that much harder to see Strobe and Francine. Because clearly, and I even put that in the notes, I was like, other than the fact that, well, like Rory didn't necessarily get the first, the best first impression because she's nervous as heck. She's clearly a phenomenal person, you know, and it's your granddaughter. But anyways. I have to say, I absolutely love when Lorelai just starts yelling about politics because it's such a sweet mom move. It is. 
because she can tell her child is very vulnerable and upset and she knows that anything that Strobe and Francine say to her Lorelai will not hurt her Mm -hmm. yeah and so she's just like you know what I hate George Bush (laughs) (laughs) it's so because like in my head I thought the exact same thing I remember being like I feel like you could have chosen something different but at that point once again you're like you're in the rain like just throws like go big or go home and that's yeah. probably the biggest she could have gone so like deflect yeah. deflect like off of Rory in the best possible way yeah. I yeah. hate George I Bush it. I love it I love <laughs> and I love when Francine is like his face is too tiny for his head what kind of a thing is that to say <laughs> that, that part really is funny I'm just like what <laughs> just really threw her off <laughs> and the way Francine said it she's like what kind of thing is that to say like well, legitimately, I'm still confused myself, Francine, but all right. <laughs> I um, this is, like, so specific, but the way that um, when Richard is like, I'm kicking you out, and Strobe is headed for the door, and Francine just stands up, and I've just always, it's always stood out <coughs> the way she kind of, like, twirls her little handbag around, and she's like, ah. Oh, I've not, <laughs> you know? I, I haven't it's noticed just, that. That's very specific, but... It's always stood out to me just the way that she stands up and she's kind of like following him, but mm-hmm. seems kind of, I don't know. Um. Um, also, I, just because we studied this episode while watching it, I didn't realize they used the same actor and actress in First Show and Francine in season three when they did the throwback episode, oh which I was God. like, that's pretty cool. They actually had to call them in like two seasons later and got to use the same people. That's pretty awesome. Anyways, um, are what's, we? I was like, hey, what is what is that massive? Sound? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was like, by the way, a a hedgehog is now burrowing through one of our computers. So just bear with us, Sorry, listeners. Guys, <laughs> that, um, I was trying to be quiet, but it's okay. I ate a salad right before I got on. Um, are we ready? I don't know if we are ready, but are we? Hold well, on. I just have to say, yeah, go I'm ahead. reading your notes, and I think it's funny that you said, also, did Emily just feed Rory cold asparagus <laughs> in between? <laughs> it bothers me every time. I'm like, girl, keep that up. Yes, she handed it to her. Okay, with a fork. I remember her, like, putting it on the plate, but when I read your note, I was like, I assume she was going to heat it up for her, but maybe she just handed it right she there. She goes, didn't even now, eat that. up, and hands her the, like, maybe she's handing it to her to put it in the microwave, but I'm like, uh, I have a feeling Rory feels like she's supposed to be eating this cold asparagus. What if she oh, said, wow. what if she said, now heat up? <gasps> that would make more sense. However, I don't think she did. That would be hilarious if that is what she said. Now yeah. heat up, girl. Heat up. <laughs> <laughs> heat up. <laughs> So your grandparents just rejected you and your dad's kind of a wuss? Now, heat on up. Read Gilmore from Your dad's kind of a wuss? Heat on up. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Okay, can we talk about... Okay. Yeah, go. Speaking of heat on up. What a transition. Can we talk about how... I didn't think about this until this very moment, but... Because of the way that the balcony scene works with Lorelai and Christopher, it's like it happens in real time because they, you know, begin to engage in an activity right at the beginning of a commercial break. And then at the end of the commercial break, they're like standing up, getting the leaves out of their hair, dusting off their clothes. So I'm like, wow, that was really sneaky. It's like it happened in real time. But yeah, well, one thing that I thought about. I've thought about not necessarily on this watch. It was just like, because they said this was the spot of Roy's initial, you know, elimination. And I was just like, is that too cheesy to that y'all that they had to do it there again? I was like, was that too much? And I was like, well, maybe it was just enough. So either way, (gasps) it was on the balcony. And that's an amazing balcony. I would want that. As a child, I would have killed to have that balcony. Oh my gosh. And I think, go ahead. Sorry. I think uh, Lorelai's line where she's like, man, my parents have got to seal up these windows or whatever. Yes. I think that 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 is a good line. So that, yeah, that's she true. She wouldn't have gotten that if it were anywhere else. That's a good point. I was just going to say it reminded me of my fa- I Watching Peter Pan growing up, 
I always wanted to have a window with a window seat. Like Amen. That. Amen. Yes. I'm, I'm I with never you. Did. Never did. And that we, does uh, that 100% come from Peter Pan. I'm with you there. We will all have houses with window seats one day. Yeah, that's the it's the it. only it's the only seat all, in my house. When we all <laughs> get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. <laughs> when we all have a window seat, we'll sing and shout the victory. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel bad that I even said that when we all see Jesus. Okay. The two are not mutually exclusive. The two are not mutually exclusive. Maybe Jesus comes through the window seat like Peter Pan. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Through the window seat. (laughs) (laughs) The window. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that got me. I was gonna say a moment ago I can see us all going on an episode of like House Hunters or something like that even though that's not my favorite HGTV show but you know how to do those witch (laughs) do tell tell me what is your favorite HGTV show I know this is the name of a show but I like the fixer upper type show (laughs) not like oh I'm just looking for a house who cares about that Why have we all become so judgmental this episode? Sorry. Who cares about that? It doesn't interest me. Like all centers, that's fine. I'm going to get to the point now. I can't handle this. You know how they give like a wish list of what they want? This has taken seven years for me to get to this one simple point. (laughs) The only item on our wish list is window seat. That's... Who cares about the number of bedrooms and bathrooms? All Who cares I know about is... the kitchen? Just give me a window seat. I will, like, put a decent amount of money into installing a window seat wherever I need mm-hmm. to. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah. And I also want, like, a reading nook under the stairs. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, well, should we move on? We have, <laughs> yeah, we have 15 minutes left to oh, us. Oh, gosh, we do. So. Hey, we're getting toward the end. We're doing okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, basically, they if the fight's over, they go home. Their ride home is awkward, and they don't do a really good job of trying to hide where they were from yeah. Rory. I'm like, I feel like y'all could have done that's better. Very that. yikes. And then the next morning, the big fight, and that's how I labeled it on my notes: the big fight. Oh my gosh, this uh, whole episode is so. I remember so we good. said this when we were watching it, like. I all I remembered about this episode was that they slept on the balcony, and so then all of these other things kept coming up, and we, I would be like, "Wait, that's this episode?" And you guys were like, "Yeah, yes, it is down. packed." In it is. It's such a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> okay, well, I do love. I think your note here, Mr. King, is a great description where you say a wonderful combination of humor and references and seriousness. There's mm-hmm. like a lot packed into this it's phenomenal it's also phenomenally shot i think they had to like like, they didn't want to like switch back and forth a lot but they did enough like they could have done that differently they could have done like a one camera sit like and like they're on opposite sides of the kitchen table kind of thing but they did a great job of watching them travel around like oh it was just really good yeah i really do think david setcliffe shines here as christopher because he has to suddenly he has to throw in those references to to like battle back and forth with Lorelai and then he gets really serious when he's just like what about last night what did having sex mean to you I just said sex on the podcast um but <laughs> that's, that's a bad thing but he just ha- I mean he has to run the gamut and I think he does a phenomenal job mm-hmm. I even have a I have a I use the word phenomenal a lot um I have a note earlier that says what does it say something about just like you cannot deny Lorelai and Christopher have a history and chemistry and like oh my gosh. they developed that like they're just actors on season one of a show mm-hmm. right. they are oh they gosh. are just so good at that and I think yeah. Gilmore guy Gilmore guys really helped me realize that as well but I'm just like my goodness yeah. like well if you it, it makes about... you want to like you, you can see the other side but yeah. go ahead mm-hmm. yeah if you think about I think they're practicing German consonants outside so this is fun um <laughs> If, if you think about how many times we've heard about Christopher and also like, okay, so I was reading an article <gasps> earlier today. Point. 
I was reading an article earlier today that had a really, really good point. And it was talking about how in Gilmore Girls, oftentimes the most important events in the show are never on screen. What the show actually cares about is the aftermath of events. Hmm. So like, for example, when Rory and Jess get into that car accident and Rory breaks her wrist, yeah, oh. her arm. Some wrist. part of her is broken. Yeah. She's her at the wrist. hospital. Yeah. So we we don't see the car accident. We don't see anything that leads us to believe the car accident is coming. We only hear after she's at the hospital. She's like, hey, uh, <laughs> that's an uncomfortable conversation. Um, that's a good point. So the one of the things that this article raised, one of the points that they said was, well, even Lorelai leaving with Rory, we never see, even in the flashbacks, the yeah. most important event, which contextualizes the entire series, like seven years worth of television, the most important part of it, we never actually see. And so I feel like um, Christopher does a really good job of kind of epitomizing that where like we have to catch up on like 18 years of history in like one episode. And I feel like I totally agree that they do a phenomenal job, um, a magnificent job of bringing in this actor for the very first time. And mm-hmm. suddenly all of this, you know, all these context clues, all of these different memories that we've been building on mm-hmm. um, suddenly make sense. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. at one time. It's really impressive. Yeah. That is. That's, yeah. a, that's well said. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think obviously people have very mixed feelings about the character of Christopher. But I feel like anyone who's watched Go More Girls can agree like you were saying, Mr. King, that David Sutcliffe does a great job in the role of Christopher. That Even so charming. we're just pointing out Riley of the fact that this is the very first episode and his character is like established. Like you know his personality, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. And like part of that, I guess, is the writers of the show. Sure. But he does a great job of like bringing that character to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, what we've seen about him at this point, it's really just a lot of vignettes, right? So we yes. know he, he rides yeah. the motorcycle, which we first hear about with Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see him come in on the motorcycle. Which, might I interject for a moment? I always had thought you it was might. so funny that Dean is like, oh, I have an 86 Suzuki. It's like, we never see his motorcycle. We never like, see his motorcycle. I think they're trying to draw connections between Dean and Christopher, but it's like, you never see Dean ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that his character development is so interesting because at the beginning of Dean and Rory's relationship, it's like Dean is the slightly edgy bad kid and Lorelai's not so sure about him. But then That's by the time they point. throw Jess in, it's like Dean is the great guy Dean's and the Jess angel. is the bad guy. That's so a I'm really like, good point. I've always thought that that's kind of an odd, but that's another conversation. That's true. And really, it's, at the beginning, the only thing that makes Dean the bad boy is the fact that he has this stupid motorcycle that we don't actually ever see. Right. <laughs> so, which does start in episode one, because you know how she's like, you know, you better have a motorcycle if you're going to throw your life yes. away. Yes, yeah. Like, I mean, you really did, you really, you stuck with that from the beginning, but, you know, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, we, what we, what would, got so excited. There were words in my brain. (laughs) What we see of Christopher is the motorcycle, which says, you know, plenty. The dictionary incident, which, oh, golly. That makes me so sad every time. Of like, I want to provide for you and I want to be the dad I always wanted to be for you, but I can't again. I can't, can't, yeah. Um, And then, yeah. Uh, the balcony, <laughs> which also Christopher with his parents, we kind of see, I mean, we can talk about like emotional maturity <laughs> of various characters. I feel like when we see Lorelai and Christopher with their parents, it's like at their least emotionally mature, except for maybe in regards to protecting Rory. I think Rory kind mm-hmm. of puts them back in a better place. But um, the bright spot among the darkness, as they said, <laughs> but which is just like so true, anyways. Yeah, yeah. And then we see this fight. So like we know basically what we've heard about Christopher from what Lorelai has told Suki, and what oh my gosh, when Richard never shuts up about him being on doing his business in California. Wow, Christopher's so amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just fascinating that those are pretty much the four vignettes that we get and then him leaving again which we we knew he would do 
Mm. Can't weigh him down with blankets forever. Mm. Oh, that's oh, yeah. well said. Wow, that was well said. That was deep as anything. Yeah. yeah. And I will, Um, something you said made me think of when you were saying, like, Richard going on and on about his business success. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, in Richard and Lorelai's conversation that Richard makes the point. He's like, you think I love the boy who got my daughter pregnant? Mm-hmm. I wanted to kill him. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like it's actually very mature of Richard. It is. To be able to, like, be supportive of Christopher as an adult when all <laughs> of this happened. Like, Richard is able to overlook some of that from the exactly and still exactly. be supportive of Christopher because he's Rory's dad when at that time he was so mad at Christopher but also like he points out in his eyes it was the right thing for them to get married and so he was like I have to overlook how angry I am wow that's well said because like he was so mad and he says I could have killed him with my bare hands Mm -hmm. but he was also like the right thing to do is get married Mm mm-hmm and so I'm going to have to overlook all this. And he even says some great line about, sure um, like, sometimes you have to, I'm going to screw this up. But basically not do the easy thing. Sacrifice what you do in order to do what is right. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah. Oh, Richard, just his character amazes me in that whole conversation. Oh, so and good. even, like, when he kind of gives us a glimpse into their lives when Lorelai left with Rory because him saying your mother couldn't get out of bed for a month did you know that Mm -hmm. like that breaks my heart every time because it's like Emily is so strong Mm -hmm. and like it's hard to imagine her like that defeated and distraught and depressed yeah well and that brought up something Leah what you were saying about um Richard and that whole conversation is really like not necessarily paradigm shifting, but it opens up so many new ways of understanding the situation that like that enacting event of Lorelai getting pregnant and leaving to have Rory. Um, one of the things that made me think about is like when they talk about when Richard talks with Lorelai about like, did you know how hard this was for your mother and me? And mm-hmm. Lorelai's like, yes, of course I did. Like trying to figure out how to navigate. We're kind of 16 years into this thing. But yeah. we haven't been communicating our we trauma to each other it. for 15 and a half of those years. That's right. So, like, it's interesting to kind of think through because in some ways, Lorelai's like, I've been processing this. I have had Mia. I have had my people that know mm-hmm. that my relationship with my parents is really rough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've come to understand what this is like. And I wonder, too, if part of that's a social thing, like... Richard and Emily don't have people they can talk to about their daughter, you know, leaving the house at 16. That's right. Being pregnant. So, like, for them, they've only ever had each other, which I would imagine is not very healthy <laughs> um, to only be able to talk about it between the two of them. Yeah. And so and it's kind how of... how much did they really talk about it? Like, yeah. they probably, even with each other, probably suppressed it a lot. So then it's just really fascinating to see all of these adults coming to terms 16 years too late <laughs> with, yeah. um, you know, these events that really hurt them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. And I think it is healthy for us to see because Lorelai has been really in her own world for a long time and understandably yeah. so like stars hall is very much her place. And she has a lot of people to tell her that she's doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but I don't think she has very many people to tell her to take seriously, you know, the emotional difficulties her parents had. Mm-hmm. and so oh yeah like because everybody everybody that Lorelai's ever known since she had Rory is so team Lorelai and Rory you know exactly, what I mean exactly exactly that there's not necessarily anybody who's like hey this is a complex situation yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and you're and I understand that because like when somebody hurts your friend you don't want to be like hey well if we consider <laughs> exactly exactly like but it's really valuable. I think it's good for both of them mm-hmm. to be able to have that conversation because I think yeah. Lorelai probably didn't think about that. Exactly. So, and it is neat that like it this this is when it comes up. Like we are almost mm. through one season. Yeah. And like and, and they did it wonderfully. I feel like they had to kind of develop each of these characters in the first fourteen episodes, and like now we can really stew with this and have you know a very serious podcast conversation about it fifteen years later. So, yeah. but. Um, so good so but we're like 
at the very end, I'm just looking at the clock a little bit, but of course, like mm-hmm. that fight happens, Christopher proposes. And yeah. so, and someone who wasn't, uh, well, I guess we will get there later in this very season, actually. I, I guess there's someone in Gilmore Guys, but just like, uh, what's with Lorelai just having arguments with guys and then proposing to her? And I was like, yeah, that's like not how it works. But, yeah. Um, but, anyways, um, of course, their proposal was horribly wrong, blah, blah, blah. Lorelai is like the one who's like, I'm mature enough to realize to help you, like, even if you don't realize, Christopher you're not ready for this so and like i remember being like especially when i was younger because i didn't know i didn't understand anything about like relationships or marriage which i still don't i don't know why i feel like i know that about now but it's just like yeah she knew exactly why he wasn't ready for them so and like <laughs> the wonderful line she's like honey you can't even go to the bookstore and get your, without getting your credit card declined like mm-hmm. it's like, such tangible evidence um but i don't know it was sweet because then the you know conversation ends the way that it does Next morning, they talk through Lori, which I always thought was a wonderful touch. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, part of them was like, they just don't want to approach the other one again about it. And they also think by using Rory, who's the bright spot in all the darkness, but perhaps the other person will get to see their way when it comes out of mm-hmm. Rory's mouth, kind of thing. Um, but of course, it ends the way that it does. Like, you know, it, they both realize this isn't the right thing to do, or at least maybe Christopher is more upset about it. And then that's where the blankets comes back because, you know, she says, tell you what, let's just not put all the blankets away just yet. Yeah. And then Lorelai paints for Luke and that's how it ends. So let's talk about that. I, I just, yeah. Let's end on this note. So It's like so heartbreaking when she realizes that Look, she left him high and dry and yeah. the reason why she left him high and dry. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, and that conversation Ooh. where he's like, was it an emergency? Was it an emergency? And he knows it wasn't. And she knows it wasn't, but she, like, for a second tries to cover it up, and she's like, yes, this thing happened. And then mm-hmm. she's like, no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And and his uh, sweet face, Luke's sweet face. No. Uh, uh, that minor, that minor, former minor league baseball player who's now an actor, I'm so glad he did it because he did a phenomenal Scott, job. Right we love you, Scott Patterson. I didn't yeah. know that. Yes. Come on our show, Scott Patterson. <gasps> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> like we're both like yeah that's not because like they always say that in Gilmore guys like we love you coming to the show I'm like what yeah kind of no one's gonna come on would that be we would all just be like watch me call his agent guys 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 what if okay I have an idea I have an idea for a podcast at the very last minute what if we start a campaign and we contact we reach out to every person who has appeared in one episode of Gilmore Girls Oh, and that'd be see, amazing. see if we can get one of them to be on our podcast that would be amazing i'm gonna contact liza wild sister <laughs> yes legitimately i think would be so fun that would not be, be hard fun. to do we could just write a form email and then there we go yeah oh my gosh can you imagine wow. it would be embarrassing we'd have to pick someone we didn't talk about not knowing who they were oh. uh look who's calling you right now Ugh. Well, please tell her that we love her, and Yay! I need to go Yay! to my class right now. Oh, that's gonna, true. That's true. We should go ahead. I'm going to try to escape this room without anyone saying anything to me yes. or looking at me in any way. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, yeah, bonne chance. Oh, merci. Yeah. Love you uh, all. This yeah. is a wonderful conversation. This is good for my soul. Very much so. so to um, see you all alfalfa. and talk about the girls. Alfalfa, <laughs> hostels, um, <laughs> heat it. Heat up. Heat up. Now heat up. I'm making an incident. I'll have a hostel now heat up. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> Two eyes emoji. <laughs> That's, yes, it. Yes. That's it. Okay. All right. Love Bisous. you all. À la prochaine.